Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Film Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars. I'm Paul Hickies. And I'm Craig Ipling. And tonight we're joined by Alan Watson. Good evening. Mark Meredith. Good evening all. Mr. Fixer Craig Courtney. Good evening. Mark Adams. Big thumbs up from me. Good evening. Chris Brown, the main man. Good evening. So yeah, so we get a 2-2. Very entertaining game on Saturday, I thought. I thoroughly enjoyed it, even though we didn't... I never enjoy it when we don't win, usually, but... um... I did actually thoroughly enjoy the game and um, I thought we were well worth the point in the end and from two sides of the sort of uh, story I thought there were two really good goals we scored obviously from an attacking point of view and the two goals that we conceded were pretty poor from a defensive point of view but uh, we'll start with you Claire give us your thoughts um, I think when everyone was buzzing I think when they walked into the stadium it had a totally different feel compared to weeks before um, I think we played well. I think we yeah. kept the ball well. Um, it did make me laugh because I think that we were doing what Rooney wanted us to do, like play out from the back. We had high tempo, press. And I do think Hogan had a really good game. Um, did. did he have many chances? No. Did he work hard? Yes. And I think with the press, I think he did really well. I couldn't believe it when he tried an overhead kick. I think, you know, that's one for the... Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll write that one down because I didn't think I've ever seen that. Um, we just didn't take, take our chances. If we had taken our chances in the first half, we could have been three or four nil up. Yeah, that's where, you know, they had two chances and scored and we had however many, you know, in the first half. But yeah. I'm glad uh, JJ got a goal and Dembele looked back to his best, I think. How it looked on paper is really good as well. I think having the right back far up, but it was nice to see there was like a back three. So instead yeah. of pushing both full backs up, you actually had, it was solid. So th- we've got to build on this. I think tomorrow we'll see a lot of the um, the fringe players and the players that, you know, haven't been in. But I think he brought on the subs to see who was around and what they were like coming on. But I think he'll do that for the next couple of games and then he'll have his certain players. But really happy to, to take that and build on it from tomorrow. I think the biggest thing that jumps out to me was when it comes out from the goalkeeper now, it goes forward, doesn't it? It doesn't go sideways. It doesn't go across our penalty box. You know, and we were doing that a lot, lot less than what we did under, obviously, Rooney. And every time now Drama or Buchanan got the ball, they were looking, weren't they? They were looking for Stansfield or he was looking for Dembele and he was looking to play that forward pass, which is so much better than just watching us tap it round the edge of our own penalty box, which drove me up the wall and always has. So, uh, but yeah, Mark Meredith, give us your thoughts, mate. Yeah, listen, I agree with you and Claire. You know, the attitude was better. You could see that from the start, you know, from the fans and from the players. Um, I think we, you know, we had more drive to to go and play and push and, and really get the result. I think, you know, 
looking at that two weeks ago, if you did two, if you two one down going into the ninety seventh minute, it's it's pretty dead around the place. Yeah, uh, I mean, people are ready to go home. We've like, we've probably lost the game. The players look a little bit push and start. So it's really nice to see that push. And when I actually when I was watching, obviously watching it on the TV here. Um, seeing eight minutes go up on the board, I, I still had that feeling that there was another chance in the game. Yeah. Uh, so obviously James has come on and, and scored a great one. But yeah, you know, yeah, as right. I said, just I think you know Mowbray's come in. He's only had a week with them, but you can see that he's put a, a more of a structure in place. You know, we, mm. we played almost like Rooney, like you said, like Rooney wants to play with the the high the high press and the fullback, but. Very much more structured, very much more um, idea. The players have a better idea of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, you know, when one fullback pushes, he pushes on the side of the ball so the other fullback can come in and and, pre- and uh, protect. And that's the biggest thing. You know, Mowbray's a defender. He's, he's going to always have a mind of, of defense first as well, as well as, you know, being on the, the front foot and pushing. So I think, you know, it was exciting to see um, Swansea, are a decent team got some good results over the last couple of weeks so to take a draw um, although I think we could have won the game I think we um, you know Alan said it last week and I, I totally agree with him we just we lack the finishing touch um, we've lacked it for how many years now um, we just don't have that two or three goals more in us you know a Dembele great finish for the first one should have scored the second when he's one on one just before half time uh, sorry just after half time um, and that and that's the key things, you know. You, you you walk away a little bit disappointed, but you walk away disappointed, I think, in a good way and not a bad way this week. Because um, yeah. I really think that we could have, you know, maybe uh, maybe stole the game. But the big thing for me is we got back into it late. Um, you've seen the buzz around the place, and I, I look forward to to moving forward. Now I'm 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 excited to see what he does tomorrow with some of the players on the fringe, the Andersons and people like that, just to give them a push and see how they do. And then, um, you know, push on in Saturday and really start to get up to the league. And I hate to say this, but <clears> seeing Sheffield <throat> Wednesday lose and Rotherham lose and QPR lose and people around us, then for me, even though we don't want to look to the bottom, it's, it's an extra point gained on them and another yeah. push for to, to stay away from there. Yeah, definitely. I think one, I'll come back onto the game in a minute, but obviously we had some really big news broke out of the club last week, obviously with Ian Dutton um, announcing that he was leaving the club after 17 years of service and one special moment for me was when JJ scored. As you know, I sit just in front of the padded seats, don't I, behind me? And I've turned round when we scored and looked behind me and the first person looking down at me, joining in the celebrations with me and putting his thumb up to me and everything is Ian Dutton. So that was a moment that was pretty special for me after the news that obviously broke last week. But I just want to start by thanking him for all his incredible service to the club over all that time. And, you know, I'm hoping in the future we might be able to get him on to have a chat with us. But... You know, right now, I just wanted to, you know, top of the show, thank Ian for all his hard work and especially this sort of last, uh, this last sort of 12, 18 months, you know, two years since he's become the MD. I just think he's he's done an incredible job, hasn't he, getting us kind of like, or just keeping us going, really, shall I say. And, you know, he's such a top bloke and, and, and obviously I think it's going to be a big loss of the club when he does go and wherever he, wherever he ends up going in the future, obviously it'll be a massive gap for his future employers as well. So, um, but yeah. You know, I got a chance to work with Ian way back when he first started at Blues. Obviously, I worked at the club then, um, and he was in the marketing team. And he's, you know, he's a great guy. But the one thing that I love about it is he's one of us. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that many staff that was really invested in, you know, in the club by heart. 
And I'm not saying that they don't do a good job, but you know that, you know, anybody on this show here, if we, we work there again now, we would do it for the love and the heart of the club. Yeah. And he was one of those guys, and I know he still is. And the fact that he's celebrating with, with the fans and, and yourself on Saturdays, he's celebrating mm. because he's a fan. Yeah. Oh, and I think that one big thing he did say on his, uh, his, his going out talk a little bit was, I'll see you at St. Andrews in the future. You yeah. know, I'll see you in the Tilton or I'll see you wherever, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to be back. You know, I'm a, I'm a supporter. Yeah. I'm going to be back. I job my sleeve. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's get back onto the game then, sorry. So, uh, Alan, give us your thoughts, mate. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Enjoyed the game. Uh, there was good football played. We should have been four up at half time, And we were a goal, you know, we were 1-1. Uh, but, hey-ho, you know, uh, I'd rather have six or seven chances and only take two than having two and taking one. Mm. Um, because we, we played some some good stuff. Um, and um, Dembele's goal, he just outpaced everybody. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only thing that was annoying me was the bloody referee and the, and the linesman on my side of the pitch is the main stand were bloody awful and again we don't want VAR but if we'd have had VAR their, their second goal would not have stood he was offside and only by air's breadth but you know he just he just didn't get it the, the linesman he wasn't with, with his you know I'll, I'll give my famous shout to him you know Northern Premiership for you next week pal because you're awful. Um, and when you, uh, what, what I'm getting at, you, you look at, you look at the, the statistics of the game. We drew 2-2. We had 11 shots of which eight were on target. They had three, which two were on target and both went in, right? They also had 21 free kicks given against us compared to their 11. Now, if you're going to get 21 to 11 free kicks, you're going to have an awful lot of possession because the, the referee keeps giving it to you. Come on, mm. carry on, carry on. Yeah. And when you look at the possession figures, and they're only, uh, it's like 48-52, and I think they slightly had more possession. But they've had 21 free kicks to our 11, so they their figures should be 60%. So we've done something right there as well. Uh, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Let's see what we can do tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one one day soon we're going to get three or four. Yeah, we are. And, and, and yeah. wipe the opposition out. You know, before mm. half time, it's going to happen. Mm. I've been watching the highlights of all the games tonight and before I came on, and the defensive uh, shows I've seen by various clubs is appalling. Now, the Albion got a report and it said, classy Albion outdo Blackburn. Well, if you look at the three goals that they scored in the first half, the goalkeeper dropped two of them and mm. somebody edited it into the back. It was chaos, Blackburn's defence. I was thinking, mm. why don't they play like that against us? You know, uh, the, the the whole game, the whole game, oh, we're awful. They conceded two silly goals. And, and, and each game that come on, I'm thinking, Ipswich, they were out being outplayed and they scored two goals against um, 
who was it? Sunderland. Sunderland yeah. were playing them off the park and they lost 2-1. Mm. Uh, and they, they conceded a goal to a five-foot-six bloke from ahead of from a corner. Mm. And you said, defence ain't that bad, is it? No, no. Dembele's goal. Let me tell you what Dembele's goal reminded me of. Um, and those of us that are old enough to remember, when we beat Blackpool 7-1 on New Year's yeah. Eve in 94, mm. When Louis Donnelly ran, yeah, yeah. Louis Donnelly, yeah, yeah. 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 It reminded me, it reminded me of Louis Donnelly, yeah. Um, that goal yeah. did, but uh, Mark, talk us through your uh, your thoughts, mate, on the match. On um, well, I mean, pre-game it was just a sense of relief, wasn't it? I mean, walking up, it was just the, the buzz, and people were just—it was just pure looking forward to it. It's not a chore again; it's something to look forward to. And um, like if we've all said, I mean, it could have been three or four at half time. Um, I thought yeah. two sort of routine goals that we conceded. But um, it should have been four or five two. It shouldn't have mattered really. I mean, like I say, Dembele should have buried his one at the start of the second half. Um, I thought Sunich had a really good game. I think he broke up a few attacks from them. Um, they all put a shift in. I mean, Hogan, to be honest, in my view, he had a better game than Stansfield. Um, yeah, I, I thought Hogan... Stansfield was better in the middle end than out wide. I think. Yeah, he seemed a bit lost out there. I mean, he still still put the effort in, but you could just tell. I mean, Hogan, well, he deserved a goal. He really did. Mm. Um, yeah, they could but, make a partnership, couldn't they, Hogan and Stansfield? Yeah, I was thinking that because we haven't had that. You said it before, Paul. We haven't had that pairing since Shay and Juki. Not It'd really. Be good no. to have a, have a have a good pair, but mm. um, yeah, really looking forward. I mean, tomorrow, all right, it's not going to be a big crowd. We're going to have a few reserves and fringe mm. players, but I'm, I'm I can't wait for it already. You know, mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's plus the fact, you know, why not have a, a cup run? You know, it, it could be a, a yeah. bit exciting. Yeah. But yeah. Um, right. yeah. Looking forward to tomorrow. Looking forward to, to Saturday against Stoke. Yeah. I think yeah. we we owe, we owe them. To be fair, we owe them big time. We do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Can I, can I just mention uh, one of our midfield players is getting a bit of stick lately from various people, namely Bielik. Because what does he do? Well, we saw what he did. What he did do when he wasn't there, because nobody else could do what he does. And on uh, Saturday, I was particularly interested in his in his play. And you know what? He never gave the ball away once. Not no. with his head, not with his feet. He was surrounded by people trying to get the ball off him and he shook them off and laid it. Not always, you know, not always a brilliant telling pass, but we retain possession. And I think it makes an awful lot of difference when you can pass the ball into the middle of the park and that man can sh- shug off challenges and, and, and lay the ball forward uh, into somebody's path because you keep the momentum going. And, and you know he doesn't have to make world class passes inside the fullback for somebody to run under. He does occasionally, and great. But he's just got to keep that ball. And, and you know everybody, I'll just say to everybody who's giving him stick: next time you go to the match, just watch him and tell me if he gives the ball away, because he I doesn't. I think though he did deserve the stick. <clears throat> I think after the Coventry game when they highlighted him jogging back, yeah. I think. But I think we do realise that we need him more than we think. But I think all of them stepped up. And I think that no way somebody wants to play forward. Like he even said, it's like the left back going, instead of going forward, he went sidewards. Now he's not actually saying Buchanan didn't do it. He's just giving it as an example, which is really nice. And it was nice to see that when Sanderson got it and there was pressure, he just hit it forward. Well, that yeah. makes sense. It's like Ruddy. Ruddy got it, and at times he tried to pass it, and at times he got rid of it. So I think Billick will be a big player for us. I think 
I agree with you, Alan. I think he just moves the ball. He just keeps the ball going. And he does that little nitty-gritty work that you need. I think mm. um, I'm going to name Bealy and Sanderson now, and I think they are better when they've got their mate next to them. So I think Bealy is better when he's playing with Sonic, and Sanderson's better when he's got Kevin Long next to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah. Just, you beat me to that, Paul. I was going to say, you know, Bealy is best, much better with Sonic next to him. And also, you know, we, we, we people went into him in the Coventry game and we mentioned it on the show then. Um, the, style, the style that Rooney was playing didn't suit um, Bellic there. I think Bellic and Sanderson, the two you've just mentioned, are the two that really struggled the most yeah. under that manager. I think, you know, Sanderson's still lacking confidence for me. He looks slow right now. He doesn't yeah, really, yeah. you know. Um, but with Sunich and Bellic, they're stable players. If you get, you know... If you then play James above them, if or if James goes, you get somebody else in there. I think you you're going to create a lot of chances within that ten position because you've got those two stable players behind that will pick the ball up and just do their their jobs, you know. And, and we were at, Rudy was asking too much of some of these players, and that's why I think they were really struggling at the time. Yeah, 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 Craig. I, I, I can echo every single sentiment that I've that I've heard. I mean, the one thing that stood out for me about Saturday was people put their foot in. So there was there was a couple of occasions where we saw some proper Birmingham City crunching tackles, which we haven't seen for for weeks. Sanderson, right in front of our own goal, had no no mercy. He was getting the ball no matter what. You mentioned Bielik, right? Bielik did he? Mm. Sunic. Also, the same thing, you know, nobody was afraid to not put their foot in. And the the press that came from the front line, um, I think, was actually being a lot generated by Hogan. You know, we've said how much of a good game he had, but actually it was his work rate off the ball that, that opened up opportunities for, for a lot of people. And when he was running towards the goal, mate, you always had two defenders being attracted to him. Same for Stansfield, and that's what opened it up from the Dembele with his with his goal. Once he'd beaten them, the space was there because they generated it for them, and we we've really really missed that. Uh, we talk about the defence. I thought Buchanan actually, he was fifty fifty for me on on Saturday. I didn't think he had the best game. Um, he, he he made a couple of mistakes. Uh, the the was unusual for him. He was almost actually nervous, like a first game for me, was what I saw yeah. from him. Um, but again, it comes down to the fact that I've only been with that manager for realistically three days of, of sitting down and actually doing stuff. And there was a difference. There was a fight, there was a passion, and there was a drive to not give in. You know, we, we didn't see heads dropped when we scored goal. We were straight away, we were back at it and, and, and up against them. And yeah, I've got to agree with that comment of even looking at from Mark. You know, you go into that added time and it still looks as though we could score. And it's arguably, we could have won it. Mm. You know, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. teeing up for me to be one of those Man City moments. Yeah. You know, 2 1 down, you're going into injury time and ended up going away for 3 2 win. But, we, we were unlucky not to get it. We had opportunities. The one thing I will say is we've got to be clinical because if we were clinical, we were we were well and truly out of the game by the time it came to half-time. Uh, and, you know, I'd sooner made and say, if we'd have put our chances away, then then Chris would have been presented naked in the cold. And the thing is, we've had we've had three pre-seasons now this season. There's only been one pre-season, hasn't there? And 
Yeah. It's going to mm. take Tony Mowbray time again now to learn about the players and get to know their strengths and weaknesses. And I just think I'm confident now that as each week goes by and each game goes by, we'll get better and better in every game. We'll be better. I think we'll be better at Stoke than we were on on Saturday after he spent another week on the with them. But a great point came in just on that. from Steve Portman. Um, he just said that with Dion Sanderson, he's adding extra weight on his shoulders, being the captain. Would it be better maybe to take that off his shoulders and just let him play and concentrate on his game? And I think Kevin Long could be a good captain instead, possibly. Which was yeah. what we think about that, Claire. Um, I think it's it's having someone who's going to be regularly in the side. I think Sanderson does like being captain. But mm. like you said, I do agree. I think at the moment he needs to concentrate on his game instead yeah. of, you know, he's not that person. Like like when Yukovic comes on, he will, you know, talk to people and tell people what to do. And I think we've long... I think he needs to concentrate on his game as well because obviously he's been out for so long as well. I don't know who you would give it to otherwise. Um, that's the problem. That And that's what I think is the problem at the moment is that we do lack leaders as such on the pitch. So there's, mm. we've had years gone by where you've gone, right, if they're not playing, then they're going to be captain. You know, like the Barry Fergusons and, you know, even like the Brian Hugheses and things like that in the middle of the park where you know that they're going to do something and you know, they can give you a tackle and things like that. So it might be an idea. It might be, I don't know, do you give it to Rudy? You know, just as a few games, because he's probably yeah. the, the next option. Or obviously, if Jukovic is starting, then he would probably be it. But I do think that Sanderson does need to concentrate on what he's doing. Hopefully, I would rest Sanderson tomorrow. I would say, Sanderson, you played a few games. Um, let, let's get some of the kids in. Let's get, like, Dixon. I'd have Dixon at least on the bench tomorrow. Put him on for 15 minutes. I don't expect a full-strength team at all. He's got to see everybody play Longello, you know, play some of these players, Gardner and things like that. Because he's already said Hogan's not going to play in his interview, didn't he? So, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, not with him still experimenting in the squad, though, do you not think that we might see more first teamers like them? Maybe, you know, two or three. Say, I think you might see four or five myself, and then he'll go with the other six, obviously, that don't play as much. I think the ones who are on the bench on Saturday will play. Yeah. So, it, you know, Burke hasn't played the last two games because Rooney hasn't been there. Um, but I'm not going to say any more about that. Um, and, you know, you've got like Anderson, for example, you've got. Yukovic, I think, will start. I think there'll be a couple, but I would rest a lot of them. I think, you know, after the Christmas period and they've been, they've played a lot of games, let's bring some of the kids in. You know, Donovan, I'd play Donovan as well because he would, didn't even make the bench at mm. the weekend. So, you know, mm. try these players out. Let's see, get Longello back in because you might see a difference because they want to play for this manager, I think. You you can see that they respect him. You can see that they have taken in three days, if that's how we're going to play, think about a week, think about a month. Yeah, you, we're, we're optimistic now going into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, one thing I was outraged by the weekend, and I want to send on my you know deepest condolences to his family, the Bolton Wanderers fan, who oh. sadly oh. in the ground. The Sun newspaper... Oh hang their heads in no, shame. No. Oh, that's scum. That's scum. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting comment that was. But to put that on the newspaper as well was yeah. just, 
bang out of order. I mean, to say that, I mean, what, what, it said something like football, football cancelled as fan falls ill or something, was it? Yeah. Football binned over ill fan or something, you said. That was it. Yeah, that was the exact yeah. words, Mark. Yeah, and I just thought that was an absolute... Dis- and I know, I, I appreciate that they probably didn't know that he'd passed away at that point, but even so, it's still... It's just... It's just... I've got no words for it. It was just a disgrace, wasn't it? They are yeah. It's horrendous that they even thought about putting a headline in there in the first place mm-hmm. because... Yeah. At the point that that was published, they knew that that poor person had lost their life. Mm. And, you, you know, for, for me, that's a fan. Uh, that, that, it's somebody that's gone to the ground to watch their team play and with their family and, and not returning to their family. It doesn't matter who you are. Football's a family and we all, you know, respect what, what happens. And, yeah, I agree. You know, our condolences to, to that, that family on the loss. Yeah, it should never ever have been reported like it, and there should be there should be an apology. There should be a public apology from them for what they did. It I was, think so. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, they never apologise for Hillsborough, so they're not going to apologise over this, are they? No. This is the problem. No. Is they just get more and more hated. But there were, whoever's wrote that, you, you know, we all understand, and I think everybody understands that. You know, yes, football, and we all say football's life and death and whatever else. You know, we we all love football, but football's a game. And when that happens, and like Gray just said, when a supporter goes to the stadium, um, that could be somebody's dad, granddad, you know, brother, whatever, son. Um, they don't come home. It's, it, you know, football doesn't matter. I'm sorry. You had the craziness at Reading when the fans were running on and doing the owner stuff. Well, that's a little bit different. But you're talking about somebody dying on, on the stands and all you care about is the football not being played. You know, the, uh, you think about the players on the field. I don't think they want to go out and play again after They've just found out we died in the stand either. So let's be smart with that, you know, and just I think they've upset a lot more people um, than they need to. And but the but the problem is now people continue to people continue to buy and and, and newspapers and media and it, how how many years now has media ruined people's lives or or said something wrong? But mm-hmm. everybody continues to read it on a daily basis, and that's why they can still continue to do it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've always said it's a bloody comic anyway, that newspaper. And I'll never forget when Mark, when Mark Vivian Foway passed away on the pitch and the picture they put on the front of the newspaper when that happened as well was outrageous. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Jockey. Oh, yeah. And the so explanation, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They just don't, they just don't, they, they just, whoever's doing this just can't have a brain between their ears. It's outrageous. Yeah. But what sort of, like say, what sort of conscience would you, would you have? I mean, mm. I, don't, I can't fathom it at all. No. I'd, I'd love that. I'd love that publication to go out of business. To be fair, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, like you said, Paul, it's just a, a comic. Is it still a thing anyway? Going to the new, to the paper shop and buying a newspaper. I mean, I know. with all the, I, don't think with it really all, does. I, I haven't actually picked up a newspaper now for years and years. No, when remember. I worked at the co-op, people buy them religiously on a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mr. Sports yeah. Argus. I, I miss the Argus. Oh, the Argus. Uh, the yeah. Last yeah, newspaper I bought was yeah. the Argus. Yeah. 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 We, we yeah. all missed 25 we years since that published. You know, even yeah. even walking through town though and picking up the the evening mail then before it was the Birmingham yeah. mail, but picking up the yeah. evening mail from the stands there. You know, Wolfie's mom used to own the stand there by McDonald's, and you go there oh. and <laughs> get your paper. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, those days have gone though, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Sending all our love anyway and condolences to the guy's family that lost his life at Bolton Wanderers at the weekend, and they've always been a very welcoming club as well, haven't they? Whenever we played there, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I've been a couple of times. Friendly, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, they're there, really, yeah. 
really good club and I'm glad they survived obviously the scare they had a couple of years ago as well if you yeah. remember they were um, they were in trouble at the same time as Berry, wasn't it? Yeah, very close. Berry, obviously Berry went, but they were in trouble at the same time. Bolton got so. in trouble as well. Yeah, they're yeah. always in trouble. Bolton are. Bolton have always struggled with money. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, nice little well. segue to the announcement today, and uh, I guess I'd just like to know the panel's thoughts and people's thoughts on the message board. The uh, announcement that Nottingham Forest and Everton now have both been penalised over financial fair play. It's you know, I, I think back to when we were and then how everybody at the moment has talked about we've got to go and splash the cash, we've got to do these different things, you know, we've got to buy, almost buy ourselves out of trouble. Actually, I think it just proves now that the finances don't they don't get you out of trouble. It's actually around the way your business is run and that, that income expenditure in comparison to, to what we spend. So, mm. you know, what are people's thoughts on... on Forest and Everton. I've got to say, Forest for me was inevitable. I don't see yeah. how they could have brought in so many players without failing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how can Man City still get away with it? You know, 115 charges. They how? may not. <laughs> they, they probably haven't it's been because they've got 115 that yeah. they can't get round to doing them. That's that's yeah, the problem. It's it's half a dozen. And Chelsea. I think the problem is, is we were talking about this before we came on, is um, literally I was just watching Sky Sports News and they're saying that with all of the how it's going to go, the actual date that they will make a decision is five days after the Premier League season. Yeah. So because of where Everton and Nottingham Forest are, it's ridiculous because they're saying that there there could be teams sitting there waiting five days later, not knowing if they've stayed up or not. Mm. So this is where it's going to get, I think, a little bit messy because Everton are basically Everton are saying that they accept it, but they will appeal. And Forrest are saying about Brennan Johnson because of mm. when it happened and things like that. And I think the word they said, mitigating circumstances. So they've already said that the lawyers will be onto that word. So yeah. I think there's a lot more coming. But you can't have Man City with 115 and then all of the clubs like us and other clubs, soon mm. as it happens, we get points deduction. So... Yeah. I think the issue I have with the financial fair play totally, though, is that, you know, football's a different game at whatever level you're at. And if you talk about the Man Cities and the Man Uniteds and, and, and people like that, then they are, we talked about this before, on a daily basis, they're bringing in thousands and thousands of pounds a day, more, just on just them, you know, media coverages, um, sales, everything like that. So... All they do is they go out and buy and they make their team stronger and stronger and stronger. And they just take that, that the top four or five Premier League teams now are head and shoulders above the rest in regards to spending money and being there in the league. You get someone like us or you get someone even lower than us that um, we don't bring that much money in on a daily basis, but we still have to go out and buy players to keep uh-huh. ourselves in the, the function of what football's about right now. Because that's what it is. It's a business. Um so where is the caps and there should be different caps in regards to right if you're in the if you're one of these premier league teams you have so much millions you can go to if you're a championship team you have so much millions you can go to and that should be a rule that's placed for every club you know these three clubs that come down from the premier league each year get a massive parachute payment they hold on to their best players they have 40 million pounds in the bank 
why shouldn't those three teams now be the best three teams in the championship the next season? And then it just becomes a little bit like we were a couple of years ago when you just become a yo-yo team and you're up and down because you're, you're not as good as that level, but you're too good for the level below you. So mm. until they actually put, I think, until they actually put caps on it, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue to have issues and people like Man City are just going to buy themselves out of it. If they can go out and spend $100 million, uh, on a player... Um, and then go out again and spend another fifty or whatever else. It's 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 just taken away the whole excitement of actually what football used to be about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ray Hardbro's message on on the boards. He's made a great point. He says, Can you imagine being one of these teams that's penalised for failing financial fair play? They get relegated, but they get the parachute payments for being relegated. Yeah, the whole point is, you know, it's it's like saying, oh, it doesn't matter. We've spent a lot. We've gone down, but doesn't matter we're gonna have the money to, to to buy that off so as Marcus just said you know they've become one of the strongest teams in the championship then it's 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 not right if if you if you fail there should be a period of time where you cannot do anything cannot buy yourself out of trouble you have to go with what's there Man City I think have been incredibly shrewd because since they announced the, the you know the amount of charges that were being put against them what did they do? They went out and they bought youngsters. Mm -hmm. They bought the best of the cream of the crop under a certain age because they know that doesn't really get accounted for in the figures. And then all of a sudden, they're going to have somebody to fall into a, a position should they lose players. And, you know, not be in a, a situation where they, they're going to struggle. For me, the only way to stop these teams is to not just penalise them in terms of points. But he's actually start really, really coming down hard. You know, people should be relegated for, because they've cheated. Yeah, they yeah. Um, so they, it, it needs to be stronger. Yeah, yeah. Steve Farrell, what does everyone think of our announcement on Friday regarding the Oakview group? I think that's massive. Oh, it's huge. Think it's huge. Mm. Absolutely huge. Massive. You're not saying at St Andrews then. That's that no sorted. That's that done. NFL <laughs> games. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be so much they're going to bring. Yeah. Um, and I think they're, when, when you read about that company, they are absolutely Huge. humongous. And the Huge. deals that they have done for various different areas, mm -hmm. even if they could bring 1% of some of those deals to us, that's millions of revenue that's suddenly going to appear. So I think, yeah, it's, it's absolutely huge. I think I in think the short term, uh, sorry, Paul. I was just going to say, I think you'd be naive, really, to think we'd be staying at St Andrews. I mean, I think that's yeah. it's starting to come obvious that we're, we're going to move. I do think that they will do stuff in the in the short term, though, at St Andrews to improve it while we're still there. Because mm -hmm. obviously, they've talked about the biggest you know screens, haven't they, in front of the uh, at the top of the uh, cop and sorry, not cop, sorry, the railway end and yeah, and Hilton, and uh, they've talked about fan zones, haven't they, outside the main stand mm -hmm. and the top as well. So. Yeah. There is still stuff on the agenda for St Andrews, but yeah, the longer term vision is definitely to move, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Well, they need to make more money, don't they? They need to make the money to push forward. So with what they'll do, what they can with what they've got. But I mean, we've noticed the difference with the food and the drink, especially with the lower bits open. It's absolutely rammed in the Tilton. They've got to do yeah. something about it. You can't move anymore. Um, well, and I think you know. I think. Like tomorrow, um, £12.50, I've heard different numbers about how many people are going. 
they could have filled that ground. You could have done a fiver and a pound, especially with the weather and everything. They could have made a lot of money and you could have got kids interested. Um, I think that they've missed a trick really badly have this time. And I think they need to they need to relook at especially with the was the Swansea tickets thirty two pound or something like that. Yeah. Thirty seven, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, thirty seven. Like they were you know, mid to late thirties and you're thinking, I know that revenue's important, but I'd rather have instead of a hundred seats at thirty two, instead you could get five hundred, six hundred at a fiver, you're making money, then you go to the shop, then you go and get drinks, especially like tomorrow, where you've got cups of tea and coffee and bovril and everything will go through the roof because it's cold. Of course, yeah. You're gonna yeah. make money. And I think you know, it's making money, but seven thirty-seven pound fifty for Swansea. I mean, fair play for those who paid it, but way too just, much. You know, just all night and everything. Yeah. So, I'm sure there were seats available at the Carling Cup final, less than that, weren't there? Yeah, probably. Was, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what? Going back to the, going back right, to yeah. the stadium. Sorry, guys. Going back to the stadium. What, what you know? I'd love to see. I'd love them to keep St Andrews as well, and use that maybe you know for the ladies' games or. Or mm. whatever. So you look at these. You know, we're we're not in the scale of the the the, the big Premier League clubs, but all these um, ladies now have their own stadiums to play in. They're under twenty ones and stuff. There's not, you know, I would even to use it as like a, a training facility, just so we had everything based in that centre of where we are now. Um, because you know, we got to Henley and Harden to practice. We got Wastels and whatever else, but everything's all over the the, the city. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to have like a some sort of like sports village, so to speak? With your big stadium, and then you got a smaller stadium with St Andrews, and then you've got that little bit of, you know, um, in between bit between the two. I'm, I'm talking probably a lot of money now, but it wouldn't, I wonder if that would ever be in the plans for the owners to be able to do something like. I'd refuse to say. Yeah. I'd, re- I'd refuse to say village mark. It's got that horrible swear word in it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right but I know, I know yeah, what you're saying. Great yeah. idea. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, give, have... it, give it to the women, give it to the academy, mm-hmm. and then, you know, then there's their central point, and everything's 10 minutes away from each other. So it's yeah. not Man City as such, mm-hmm. but at least it's down the road. At least you're still keeping St Andrews, and I think yeah. to yeah. a lot of people that would mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. Conscious of this. I was going to say, talking of keeping things, there's been quite a few comments on the board yeah. around the retain list. Um, and mm. contracts list that, that was in circulation uh, at the end of, of really the weekend and into into the start of this week. And it, it does make really interesting reading when you look at some of the players that are out of contract in the summer. I think we've got 17. There, you know, yeah. uh, and there's only only three of those that are loans, you know. So what are people's thoughts around that those 17? You know, is, are there any there that you would like to retain and keep? Um, is there a balance that's to be met? I mean, I know my personal opinion is I think our long stayers, people like Djokovic, long, they deserve an extra period of time, whether it's 12 months, uh, you know, with an extra 12 possible extension for them both. They deserve it for what they've they've put into the club. And Djokovic, for me, is perfect. He's, he's primed at the moment to be a, a, a coach afterwards. I and actually, we were saying we need a striking coach. You know, mm. I actually think he could he could do that he could do that job. Um, but yeah, people's thoughts on those that are out of contracts at the end. Who would you keep? Who would you let go? I think for me, it depends on what the budget is and what they've got to spend and what the ambition is in the summer. 
And from what we were hearing, obviously, at the open house was that the ambition in the summer is huge, isn't it? It's massive. So mm-hmm. they must be bringing more money in than what we actually know of or what we think. Um, you know, to put that, to present that to us, they must, you know, it's pretty exciting, isn't it, really? And I, uh, something sticks with me that Tony Mowbray said last week in his first uh, interview as well was that if I was a Blues fan, I'd be very excited at the moment as well. So for me, so let's wait and see. Um, there's no... For me, Djokovic has been a great servant to us. He's been fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if he did get a new contract, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't either. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of them, really, I think it's probably time to move on from, isn't it? Depending on who we can get to come in. And, you know, they've, they've all been good servants to us in their own right. So even, you know, Gary Gardner, I remember Gary Gardner. If it weren't for Shea Adams' 20-odd goals under Gary Monk that season, Gary Gardner would have won player of the season. Mm-hmm. Um but they've all done bits for us at, at different times, but you know it just depends on, like I said, the the the, um, the budget and what we've got to spend and and what we can do really as to whether or not they'll keep some of them or not. Yeah, we're gonna make... <laughs> I think no, that's we're right. Gonna... You know, we've got to balance. It. We've got to balance it out a little bit. We can't just say right, we're going to lose seventeen players and they expect them to build a whole <laughs> new squad no. because it's not going to happen. Now, for me, I think the Dukies and them will actually move on next year. I think it's that. I love Djokovic and he'd always be Birmingham to me, but I think it's time for him now to to go and see something else, maybe play another year somewhere else. Um, but that's going to be... Bobay's got to be smart enough to sit there and go, right, this is what I'm looking to bring in. This is my interest. This is the squad I need to have. But at no stages can he afford to lose 17 players. No. Um, he's not going to be able to do a Barry Fry and bring in 55 in the summer, you know, so we've got to be smart enough to know that we've got uh, still got a, a, a decent enough squad. The loans are okay, but we've talked about this before. You know, you you, you keep getting loans every year, and it just never become feels like a, the home to anybody. No, um, no. So yeah, we're going with new keeper, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah, well, there's three keepers out of contract, so I think I'd yeah. keep long. Jukovic, I'd give um, coaching contract to like a year contract with coaching. I'd buy, I'd want to buy Drama. I think he's got he's a lot of potential. He can play across the back yeah. line. Um, and obviously, I think Jay's going to just be too far out, out of reach. I think he's probably going to go somewhere else, but... A lot of the others, like Nico Gordon, he can go. Burke can go back. Um, okay. Okay. Oakley. I don't think Oakley's got it. I don't think he's got it. I think he's a League One, League Two player. Yeah. And I think a lot of them do need to go down to that level to come back up. And then, you know, like Amari Bell did it, didn't he? Now look at him playing for Luton, you know, in the Premier yeah. League. So yeah. I just think, you know, we've had so many years of of it being sorrows and a lot of those players have been part of it. Do we need to just revamp it, get some young mm. young kids and get, you know, some decent kids? I'd have An- I'd keep Anderson as well. Because I think yeah. he's a good Is he out of contract? Yeah, he only had a year contract. One year was it? And long, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well Sonichuk so, sorry Paul, I was gonna say Sonichuk gave an extension to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. playing out. I think he's playing for a future, isn't he? He's playing for his life. Uh, blue. He needs to take wage cut, though. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's the wages that's going to be a problem with him. And I think that, like, at the start of the season, if we'd have got somebody to take his wages o- uh, over, then we wouldn't keep, wouldn't, wouldn't have had him. He was a big uh, trying to get off the the wage thing, and the same with um, average as well. We can't keep 
paying average money to sit on the bench. No, 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 no. And, and Rob, Roberts as well. Alan, what do you think, mate? Is anyone jumping out at you that we should definitely keep, or are you kind of uh, easy either way, whether they stay or not? Well, uh, yes, I, I, I am. I mean, I know we all love Juki, but <laughs> I. I'd have give I I'd have, I'd have shown him the door a couple of years ago. Not because I don't like him or he can't play. It's just because he had he had value then. You know, we could get a few bob for him. He would get himself a nice little three year contract instead of the whatever we were prepared to offer. Um uh but I do think it's time time for him to not be a not be a part of our, our squad. I, I I can yes, if if we can keep him as a player coach or or just a coach, yeah, fine. Um, mm. But the, the the rest of them, I'm thinking it's a simple. I always remember Brian Clough when he said about his son, um, he's our centre forward until I find somebody who's better. And, and I think I think that's the way we should go about our business yeah. in the next three or four months. You know, if we can find somebody better than anybody, then we do it and get rid of whatever whoever it is. Now, mm. it isn't easy. I, I I think we've got a very reasonable squad, and it needs additions, not subtractions. Yes, your 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 Burks and and various other other people. And incidentally, I saw I saw a a, um, a documentary about him. He he is the most expensive Scottish-born player. Ever, oh, really? Wayne Burke, okay. and he and he beat the record twice. He was sold for thirteen million to somebody, and then sold for sixteen million to somebody else. And every every club he'd been to, and there's there must be a dozen now, he's flopped everywhere. But that's another story. So it, 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 you know, we don't we don't need him. Um, no. In fact, he's, he's on loan, isn't he? Yeah. Can we end yeah, it? Can we, we end it now? <laughs> we'll pay him to go back to Germany. We'll pay for it, please. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, but the rest, I think we just got to suck it and see. It's, it's, mm. it's, can I get a better player than this one? Then I will. If I can't, then I'll offer him a contract. I knew somebody was going to say a Scottish player that was more expensive than Burke and Tom Richardson has done just that and said Kieran Tini was 25 million to Arsenal. Uh, Who was? 
Fiorentina when he went to Arsenal Salty. Yeah, that was after, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's fetched the most money combined yeah. like with his two moves. Maybe that was what no, it was. No, no, he, 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 he was he was called the Scottish Gareth uh, Bale. Was he? He was, that, he was that good as a kid. They called him the yeah. new the, the Scottish Gareth Bale and he, and he got sold that. twice. <laughs> Long before Tierney moved. Do you remember when him. Bale was linked with us? Do you remember the back of the Birmingham Mail? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. McLeish, yeah. Yeah. McLeish linked with Spurs flat Bale. Yeah. Three million. Yeah, that's right. That'd be funny. If any of you'd have come, imagine that. Imagine. I think it's been... Well, sorry, it was uh, Albion who paid 15 million for him. That's right. That's right. You've got that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But you've seen it. Is what, what's he on now? How many clubs has he been to? 12, 13? Something like that, yeah. He's, you know, he's had more clubs than Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he try, when he comes on, I'm not going to... You know, he does, he does put effort in, but he just hasn't got, got the ability when he gets into the positions, has he? Or well, he hasn't shown it yet if he has. Um, He's too busy on TikTok trying food. Hasn't he <laughs> just made a big announcement in regards to his social media side of things? Hasn't he sacked his agents? Who? I don't know. I, understand, I read the other day that apparently he has sacked his agent because of the socials um, and actually does want to concentrate and focus on the football side of things now. Whether that was somebody just posting it for a laugh, I don't know, but... What I would say is if he ha- if he has sacked his agent and he is looking to be more football focused, then fair play to him. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I just don't think he was on it. Him. He was on it last night talking about his wedding, and he was trying some more food. So he obviously he's not doing a lot of it, is he? Anyway, carry on. I think he needs to sack it. He wants to concentrate on the football, huh? <laughs> anyway, I wanted to do a bit of a... Obviously, with it being the new year, and I was con- conscious this might take a bit of... Well, there might be a few debates here. So I wanted to run through our best 11 of 2023. So anyone that's appeared for us in 2023, what formation are we going to play? And obviously our viewers can get involved as well. Put on the shout box who you think should play in each position. And we'll just quickly go through the team now. So the goalkeeper's obvious, isn't it? It's obviously Ruddy, isn't it? In goal. Ruddy, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. played. It was only Everett just played in goal in 2023 20, other than other than Ruddy, isn't there? And that was at Forest Green. But right back, what do we think about the right back? Let's go around the, uh, let's go around the room. Chris, who's your best right back of... 2023 for Blues. 2023? Yeah. So you've got, I'll throw a few options at you. You've obviously got Maxine Coley. You've got Laird who's played for us there. You've got Drama who's played for us there. I'll probably um, I'll probably go for Laird, I think. Would you? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Al? Laird, definitely, yeah. Laird, yeah. Mark? Yeah. Mark, I'm going man. I'm going for Colin. I think just he, he, he I just Laird's not played enough games for me to say that right mm. now. Mm. Even though Laird's a better footballer, I think yeah. uh, he's just not played enough games for us to to prove that spot. Yeah, a lot of people shouting drama as well. There, yeah. uh, Claire was silly asking you, any Claire really? Right <laughs> Laird's, Laird's yeah, my yeah. favourite. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ratio isn't Mark, it? It's ratio. Mark Adams. I'd, I'd say um, I'd say Colin to be honest I, I love Laird I, I, he's like modern day Mark Johnson his personality and that but I just think at the minute he hasn't played enough games OK and uh, Craig um, I know I'm going to go with the board actually and the, 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 the drama I think he is he is standing out at the moment you know he's, he's a, somebody that come in almost you could say was a second string option because Laird was always going to be your first pick but since he's come through now be very, very hard to drop him. If Laird was yeah. fit, I'd still say it'd be very hard to drop him. Okay, let's go with a... So, so it's looking like drama then, isn't it? Look, looking at drama. the 
on the chat for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have gone Coley myself personally, but just that's just based on longevity and the amount of games that he played in 2023. Because I think he played more than Drama and uh, Laird put together, didn't they? Um, and he and he was and he was Mister Consistent for us. I thought as well. I thought he was a good player for us. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's go for a centre half partnership. So um, I'll start us off with my thoughts, and I'll go for I'll go for Kevin Long and Austin Truster. Anyone disagree with me? No, I'm the Trusty same. Sanderson. I can go with that. So, go on, go on, Craig. Trusty and Sanderson. Yeah. Trusty and Sanderson. Yeah. Sanderson. When Sanderson was next to Trusty, he, he was immense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alan? Sanderson, Trusty, yeah. Okay. Anyone Anyone any different to that? No, I'll go same. Okay. Left back, last season at left back, we had trusty left back, didn't we, for a bit? Um, Longello. Longello was, was playing with wing backs. George Friend, did he play last season? George Friend had a couple of games, yeah. Played against game. Millwall, which we won. Who was yeah. the main left back last season until. Um, trusty. Trusty, yeah. Makes well, sense. Yeah. Well, they shuffled them about, didn't they? Because. Really and truly, we hadn't got a consistent left back when they kept swapping. Even, even Colin played there sometimes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just—I I feel like I'm forgetting someone there that, 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 that's blankly obvious, but I'm not, am I? But nah. okay. So, so it's got to be Buchanan then, hasn't it? it certainly has. Yeah. 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 So that's the back four then: Drama, Sanderson, Trusty. And, oh, sorry, uh, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Jordan Grahamfield in there a few times. Jordan Graham played there a mm. bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boo Buchanan. Buchanan's the best left back I think since since Murphy to play for us, and they probably. Yeah. Uh, okay, what what are we going for? Four three three. We're going one holding or two holding. We're going four two. Are we going four two three one. That's what we've always done quite well with, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So holding midfielders then. Who's played holding midfield for you? Could you could go Hannibal. You could go um, obviously Beanie. Dunich. Dunich didn't play last season, did he? He's only played this season. No, he was in Germany, wasn't he? Yeah. Lulig for me. What he showed last season, um, and also what we we see glimpses of so far this season, yeah. he, he stood out as being that player. We've had um, we've had Bakuna drop out there and Jordan James drop out there as well. Yeah, yeah Gardner. Um, Gary Gardner. Yeah, Gary Gardner. Gary Gardner's played there as well. I'm just trying to think. Are we missing anyone else? Who else did we have last season? Uh, that was it, wasn't it? You've, you've said Hollywood. Chong. Yeah. Chong. Yeah, Chong will be in the full, yeah, more yeah. advanced, won't he? But well, who's, the so who's the two holding then? I'll, I think Bielik, for me, Bielik and Sonic have, uh, the, certainly the start of this season, in the first sort of half think, dozen games. I think Hannibal for last season, I think he really took, <clears throat> took off. I've and I think be- without coming here, he wouldn't be even within the Man youth. Same. I mean, he's gone alone. That's need to Sevilla, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Alfie Chang as well. Pete Taylor has put on the chat yeah. as well. Oh yeah, Chang. Yeah. When I he's fit, I think he's go- he's going to be another JJ for us. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think he's going to yeah, be yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So I would go, go the same as player. I think I'd go Hannibal with Bellic. Yeah. A lot mm. of people agree with yeah. you, Mark. On the show. Uh, I that, would go yeah. with that as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's Bielik, start. With Bielik and Hannibal. I love Hannibal. I told yeah. everybody he'd be in Manchester United's first team this year, and I was right. Now they've flogged him off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Seville, I'd rather pay for Seville. Seville are going to, you know, they're a decent yeah. team, aren't they? Mm. They just yeah. picked to prove you right, Al. 
They just Man United just give him a game to prove that you was right. That's all it was. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, left mid. What we saying? Left wing then. Left winger we got. Dembele, Anderson. Last yeah. season, I'm thinking there's someone last man. season. Chong. Uh, Ali Burke. Kedra, did we have Kedra last week? Kedra, yeah. Yeah, Kedra, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. He was yeah, a good player. Yeah, he was decent. Kedra was a good guy. Longello yeah. played there a bit further forward a couple of times. The, the Swansea away last season sticks in my brain when he went further oh, forward. Excellent. Class. Yeah. That him, yeah. him and Trusty down the left side was just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So where are we going for left wing? Keshi Anderson's Dembele. another one you can put there. I think it's got to be Dembele, yeah. It's got to be Dembele, yeah. It's the ability. Yeah. Been a, you know, yeah, and don't forget this is just in 2023, so mm. anything that's happened obviously this month don't count. So, don't want anyone saying Lazaridis or anything. <laughs> 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 Are we putting in the 10 then beyond the forward? Oh, Blatchford, <laughs> I think Bakuna needs a mention for he plays in every single position, like right back. Like yeah. he would play, he would play in goal if he could for us. And I yeah. think he's, you know, because I think he's been one of our best signings for the last few years. He can always come up with something. And I think, you know, he needs a mention because fair play yeah. gives everything. I think, yeah. I think we're going to, I think we're going to have the Kuna for a few more years. I think he could, you know, it's gonna, we're going to have a good chunk of service out of him. <laughs> Yeah, put JJ into the equation after recent performances as well. Mm. And, and, you know, he's, yeah. He, he all of a sudden seems to have found his uh, his goal scoring touch. But hey, go and look at it. how many times did we score last season from outside of the box? And because we were always shouting shoot, never yeah. did. Now, now we he, he can't stop him from outside that area. So it's um, JJ's got to be in that rugby. Craig, two positive things from Wayne Rooney coming to Birmingham City Football Club. One, Jordan James. He got Jordan James going, and two, he had his photo with me. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I'm there, there you go. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's probably more he left. And he wasn't allowed with me, so there's four, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, what obviously it didn't work out for Wayne Rooney, but he did get Jordan James going, didn't he? He has sort of made Jordan James discover himself. But can we really pick him based on the amount of games? I mean, he only started playing for us really since October. Um, mm. you know, yeah, because he was right back half the season. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Chong. I think Chong was probably one of our better ones when he was on. Yeah, the ten was, Not yeah, know? in the ten, in the ten, and then you got Miyoshi as well that we haven't mentioned. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. I mean, for me, I think I'd agree with you, Claire. I think I'd go Bakuna personally because yeah. got goal of the season. He probably got the best goal of the year, didn't he? At, um, at Hull away. Oh, oh, the whole one, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm agreeing with you because I'm going to say Bakuna but what, what, what's everyone else's thoughts obviously we'll go with the majority whoever votes the most what position is this the 10 this is the 10 yeah beyond the striker got to be Bakuna da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. Okay. you could put him right if you wanted to but mm. I think that's his best position if JJ did move on then that's definitely for me who would play there um, but yeah I agree with uh, uh, Warren Warren Starling there Chong was so lightweight he was lightweight wasn't he even, nice. though, he, even though he had quality he did have quality um, yeah, yeah so so we, we all agreeing on um, yeah go Bakuna Bakuna yeah. yeah 
and then right sided. Chung. And. <laughs> 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 Kadra, he played quite well. Kadra was decent, wasn't he? Tom Richardson saying that uh, Bakuna's goal at Hall was 2022. This is how fast time goes. Really? It is, yeah. Uh, it was. It was before Christmas. Was it? Oh. Okay. Yeah. It was the same right, season, then. right? But it was just... Uh... Maybe that's another debate then. The best goal of 2023. <laughs> but uh, let's finish the team first. So who's going on the right? Chung. Who else did we have? Anderson. Anderson. Last um, season, anyone else last season? I like mean, you could always say George like, Hall, George Hutton, yeah, Armstrong's made a glass. I'd go, I think I'd go yeah. Chong in there. I think he needs to be in there. Chong, mm. yeah, I mean, he gave us five million quid. I mean, he helped us, didn't they? To be, to be yeah. fair with Chong, to be fair with Chong as well, he must have been doing something right to end up in the Prem, yeah, yeah, mm. and then the striker through the middle. I'm bearing in mind that Scott Hogan got a hat-trick at the Baggies. That was in 2023, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he did quite well in 2023, Hogan. I think people... Yeah, he, he had a really good season. Didn't he get nine? Was he the highest goal scorer in nine? Ten. Like ten. Yeah. Nine yeah. or ten. Yeah, I think you got, got Hogan on that one. You've got, you got, you got, you got Jay Stansfield, obviously, who scored on his debut. A lovely goal against Plymouth. you got Djukovic, obviously, always Djuki, yeah. Um... Mm. Them are the main three, aren't they, that we would choose from? Troy Deeney, we obviously mm. as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's wrong with Troy Deeney? He got a goal of the season last year. He didn't year do anything. He did. He did more than Oliver Burke. He did more than Oliver Burke, didn't he? Only just. He scored a couple of goals for us. He got a good partnership going at the start of last season with Hogan, didn't he? Hmm. So people will argue Stansfield, but I think that I think just for last season, I think Hogan for us um, gives us a lot more over the the whole year of 2023 than than any of the other strikers we have. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And you got I'm double getting, figures, you know. I'm getting pulled, I'm getting pulled up here again on Hogan's hat trick, September October 2022. Tom Richardson again. I'm, I could have sworn that that was about. Come on, Paul. Hannibal scored a goal against the Albion in the home game, didn't he? Which yeah. was Free in kick, 2023. Yeah. 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 Free kick. Oh, okay. Free kick. Well, maybe I should retire then. <laughs> I'll be getting the yellow card. Bring back Mark Adams. Uh, yeah. He was brilliant. I'm here. Uh, oh, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going for? Oh, Hogan. Got me Hogan and. Yeah, it looks like my Hogan. Yeah? Yeah, people are picking him Actually, on their Facebook. Goal yeah. scoring is Hogan. If you base it on work rate, you've got to go with Duke. I think yeah. goals, goals win the game. So, now you can work yeah. as hard as you like if you don't put the ball in the net. Was Hogan <laughs> our top goal scorer in 2023? Yeah, he was. I know he was last season, but did he score the most goals in the calendar year? Well, I don't think he scored many goals anyway. <laughs> You'd <laughs> 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 be really... He scored in the first home game. Yeah, I I don't even need to ask who the manager would be, do I, at the two? And then you've all also got a captain to choose as well. Well, I think, obviously, obviously it's going to be Rooney, hasn't it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> nah. So you us with who? We've had, we've had Ruddy as captain last year. We've had Sanderson as captain last year. We've had, Duke, we've, had, we've had Dukovic as captain last year. I know he's not in the 11, so he can't be in. 
Has Long been captain? Has Long been captain? Has it? They're not going to go Sanderson. Yeah, they're going Sanderson on Facebook. Yeah, I think yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. And that was our best 11 of 2023. Oh, well, can I say, we've got to put manager in there and um, Steve Spooner. <laughs> and he didn't manage us in 2023? He managed the 21s. <laughs> and they did better than we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a decent, decent 11 anyway. It's not bad, is it? I think definitely trusty and Hannibal in this 11 now would improve us wouldn't it yeah and, and Chong do you think Chong as well yeah probably those three do you know I don't know about Chong but I do I do agree with trusty I think if ever there was a footballing decision that was just purely made on Premier League that's one of them and that's that's he, he, he missed out on a glorious chance to continue playing football if he'd have stayed with us mm. money he talks has, that, yeah. doesn't he he has featured a bit for Luton though he? I know he's not starting every game but He's coming off the bench regularly, and he has started a few games. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The fact but, that he was kicked up in the air at Coventry, uh, I think, was a um, part of the what reason we sold him, because I don't think he certainly didn't show uh, the kind of pace uh, after he got that injury at Coventry. I know it was late in the season. Um, and probably thought, well, five million... Thank you very much. You know, we got to, we aren't sure whether he's going to be fit. We'll sell him. Uh, he hasn't, he hasn't done what he, <laughs> he hasn't done for Luton what he did against them. I'll put it that way. Um, no. And he's been missing, he's been injured and he's been in and out. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I like watching him play. It was, it was, it, you know, he, he was skillful. He was quick and he could, he could score. Uh, yeah. He was easy on the eye, put it that way. You know, I yeah. criticise any player, can't you? But I like watching him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Craig, do you want to hit us with the uh, squad number game? Yeah, so um, in terms of, of seasons, obviously over the past few weeks, I've, I've gone back. Um, but I've got on this a bit more, should we say, uh, closer to home. Uh, only 63. <laughs> Well, just for you, Watto. Um, but no, it's 2017, 2018 season. Okay. Um, so uh, it was the season we had Harry Redknapp, Lee Carsley, Steve Cottrell and Gary Monk across the season as, as managers. Um, so I've got a couple of numbers uh, to see whether uh, people's memories are, are good from that time. So the first one is um, squad number fifty-five-zero. Wow! Second one. That's the that's uh, the centre young centre half. Um, Gordon. Gordon. Yes. No. no. Well, it's the other one then. The other young one. Fourteen forty-nine is the other number that I want you to go for. How and many then, played in once? How many what? Sorry. How many players in each squad number? Just one? Yeah, there's only one. 49. So what I'm after is squad number 49, 50. And just to challenge you one step further, number one. The 49 was um, the young lad, that Lembala, Bez Lembala. Oh, yeah. Good knowledge, good knowledge. It was Lembala. Was number 50 Stephen Gleeson? Oh, you're getting too good at this, Mr. Hedges. He wasn't. Nah. Was. And that ladies and that ladies and gentlemen was squad number guy. <laughs> oh, but no. 
Who Big was number? One. Who was number one? So it weren't Tommy Cushing goal, was it? Because that was he was uh, he, he always wore twenty nine. He wasn't. He weren't uh, any other three goalkeepers. He weren't Truman Stockdale or Cusack. He was somebody else. So it wasn't Cusack, no. It wasn't Cusack. Was it? It wasn't Camp, was it? Was that? Did he come in at the back end of that season? No. No, wasn't Camp. Um. Ah. Oh. Oh no, it wasn't him, was it? The tall bloke, the tall goalkeeper, the very, very tall goalkeeper. You know, oh. did he wear gloves? Yeah, that's a bloke. <laughs> no, you are right, actually, Chris. He was one of our taller goalkeepers. I know, I know, I know who it is. But I can't think of his name. It wasn't Jacob, was it? Zach Jacob. No, oh, no, it's not the no, obvious, obvious one. Obvious one. Come on. Did he play? He didn't play that season, did he? I think he got one. Just one appearance. Wow! In the league, but did he? Did he play? Did he get his appearance in the early rounds of the cup, like the early part of the season? Yes. No, not Stockdale. Not Stockdale. Not Stockdale. No, because he's thirteen. He always wore thirteen. Um, no, I know, I know. It's being a C, C, isn't it? No. Connell Truman. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Connell Truman, not Connell Truman. He was small. No, but Truman, no. Three. And he's 2017 goalkeeper. Yeah. Was he with us for a while? Um, uh, um, was it, uh, what's his name? Adam Leswiski. Adam Leswiski. That's correct. That is correct. Adam, Adam Leswiski. Yeah. 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 He went to Scotland. Like Scotland, Scotland he? Yeah, he's in Scotland about. somewhere now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it, then. We, we've we got it all now, Craig. We've got it all. We have indeed. Oh, yeah, 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 done. Yeah, finished, Mark. Oh, he's got another one? You got another oh, one? I've got one more. Just, there's just one more. Uh, number 40. That season, Robbo. Oh, I didn't see that one was too easy, weren't it? It was another one. Just another one. Just another one. Give you one more, one morning. Okay, let's have a, let's have a look. <sighs> oh, I'd be harsh to give that one. Um... No, we'll be the judge of that, Craig. Thank you very much. Go on. Five. <laughs> Twenty-four. Sam Gallagher. No. Mm-hmm. Jenkinson. No. Oh, that's a tough one. Was he a tall bloke? <laughs> <laughs> I give it. My clue is he was a footballer. Mm. He played the blues in seventeen. <laughs> was he left-footed? <laughs> Brett Shay. Yeah, that's no, it, yeah. Brett Shay. He was left-footed, wasn't he, or, or right-footed? He was one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. But well, he's yeah. a footballer, yeah. so arguably, he should be yeah. able to play with both. Ah, you know. Oh. He wore the number... He wore the number yeah. Not all of them. He wore the number 24, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> 24? Oh, yeah, Paul Gill's got it, I reckon. Liam Walsh. Correct. Uh, right, wow. good knowledge, yeah. good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge, well good Googling. Yeah, good googling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, the, the women in the FA Cup have Leicester away, the same as the men. If we beat them, the oh, yeah. what on that? That's gonna I can't watch it. I've been trying to find it. It was on, it was on TikTok yesterday. The women. Of course, well, it was. Yeah, live. Yeah, it was live. Yeah, the, have bird, you got the TikTok. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice, nice, a nice game actually, and well played. And I, you know, it's not very often you say this, but the the Burnley goalkeeper was absolutely <laughs> immense. You know, it, it, it's, some of the saves that she pulled off yesterday, you'd swear that you know she was up in the WSL and everything else. There, she was absolutely phenomenal. In fact, Stephen Gill in his blog has given the player of the match to their goalkeeper, despite the fact that, that we went on to win the game. But you know, it's another another notch in the uh, winning belts for, for Daz and the team mm-hmm. um, so it was a good, good 3-1 results in the end um, I think fitness just come <coughs> through in the in the injury time and uh, the extra time that was played um, on, onwards now to Reading on uh, Sunday which is then followed by a couple of home games one in the uh, the Conti Cup and the other one in the league so you know we, we, we're on to a really good run um, and actually, we're, we're trying to, to get Daz and a few of the ladies to, to join us on the show because they've got a real big push now. Uh, Women's Super League is is not unachievable. And, uh, you know, we to get as many people as possible down there to back the ladies in those final five games this season um, to see see how far we can, uh, we can actually get them to go. Um, so uh, there'll be more to come on it. But please, if you haven't read it already, have a look at Stephen's blog. He's very honest uh, in regards to how things went, uh, and they're always a good read. Right, let's go with... um, Can I just add to that, Paul, quickly? Sorry, um, the the under-21s won 5-0 today as well, and the the centre-back got a hat-trick, actually. Got a hat-trick in the first half. Centre-back got a hat-trick. Do you know who it is, is, Mark? Who was was his name? No. Lath Farney, is it? Farney. Was it like a hat trick of headers off corners or something, or set pieces? Or I'm not sure. I just read that he'd got a hat trick as five five nil. They all count. They all count. Well, I'll start us off with predictions then for tomorrow night and Saturday. So I'll start with two one to Blues tomorrow after extra time, and I'll go for one nil at Stoke on Saturday to Blues. Chris, I'm going to go two nil. I'll go two nil Blues, and you know what? Oh, fancy a. Sneaky 1-0 Saturday. At Stoke, yeah? yeah. Al? 2-1 at Stoke, and it'll go to penalties tomorrow. We're going to win? As long as we win. That's a point. <laughs> I, I would suspect not, but but that's what I can... It, it, it depends, obviously, what side you <clears> puts <throat> out, but um, if, we, if we have a young, inexperienced side, then going to penalties won't be on a... You know, won't be very good. Mm. No, exactly, yeah. Mark Meredith? Yeah, I think well, I think actually we'll get beat tomorrow night. I think we'll have to build up a few few changes, and so I'll go two one Hull tomorrow night, um, and then I'll take a one nil win at Stoke. Claire, um, I'm hoping it's done before extra time because I don't want to freeze to death. But um, it's be cold. I reckon two one tomorrow, and I reckon we'll beat Stoke three one. Go on, that'll be good, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go one nil tomorrow, and I'm going to go. I think three two at Stoke. I think there'll be a few goals. So yeah. Okay. Great. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say two one tomorrow night to Blues and two nil on Saturday to Blues. Mm. Okay. And the uh, the message board. Uh, we've got uh, Lily Pad saying three one to Blues tomorrow and winning two one at the weekend. 
Um, Warren Starling says, Kings will lose tomorrow, but will win 3-1 at Stoke. Jim Tony saying 2-1 Blues to win at the Cup and 1-0 up at Stoke. Um, I mean, this is a bit worrying, but if Nigel managed, this prediction comes off, then it's going to be an interesting show next week because he said, they're going to win 6-0 tomorrow and 6-0 at the weekend. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Um, Dom Kavanagh has said 2-1 tomorrow, 2-1 win against Stoke. Uh, Paul McCarthy finally one all tomorrow and Saturday 3 0 to Blues. Okay. Well, can, uh, can somebody tell me which division Leicester women are in? They're in the Premier, aren't they? They are in the yeah. Women's Super League, yep. Uh, and they are where? Near the bottom? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. it might be, there might actually be bottom of the Women's Super League. So we're not out of that then by a long shot. No, no. Good, 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 good. Let's do it. No, just just going on to those, you know, the score predictions are score predictions for anybody. But I think, you know, we're certainly going into games now a lot happier and more confident that we've got this manager in. But I think, you know, yeah. as always, and we've always said this, we just, we've, as fans, we still have to stay level grounded in regards to what this season's going to be. You know, there is going to be wins, losses and whatever else. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if you went to Stoke and got beat. You know, we've been into Stoke before and got beat, but... Mm. I think that's the thing, is we can't now just think, because Mowbray came through the door last week, that we're going to be playoff contenders again. I think we just got to be smart enough to keep ourselves grounded and go, you know, we take every game at a time now and, and hopefully he can push us up the table. Because I still think, you know, high, higher of the bottom half of the of the table will be where we're at at the end of the year. Um, you know, I think we'd, we won't get relegated with the manager we have in place. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we'll ha- we'll push into the top ten this year, honestly. No, no, no. no. So, and everybody, I must apologise. I stand corrected. Liv is sitting next to me, and said I was wrong with where Leicester are. Um, they're actually eighth in the women's Super League, um, so they are above B six. Mm. Um, but then it's currently West Ham and Bristol City who are joint bottom, so they are. Uh, little bit better but I wouldn't say they were still the world's world beaters shall we say mm. how many teams if they're eight how many teams are in it I was going to say that uh, it's 12 in the women's super league 12 oh okay alright okay alright so oh, okay well we're top we're top you know mm. we're used to winning they're not Mm. Uh, well, while we're while we're talking about apologies can I just apologise for the um, my uh, slight swearing at the beginning I didn't know we were on air. Sorry. Just no, right. Yeah. I know. God, that's Mark Meredith last week. It's not like me, is it? Of all people, Chris. We've had Watto doing it as well. Huh? You know, we were all terrible, terrible. Yeah. Claire's yeah. the only TPA yeah. person. What have I said? We'd have to rewind a few shows. I'm not sure with you, Mark Meredith, what, we, what was worse, Village or what you said last week. <laughs> I'm going to take the ban. Also, <laughs> also, also. Remember, we had um, we, remember this, we had this meeting at the end of the show where we said, right, what we're going to do is we're not going to butt in. We're going to put that. Um, uh, we're going to put a oh, GIF yeah. up. Remember that? Who was the only yeah. person tonight, Craig, that put his uh, uh, his thumb up and never got a mention? Indeed, yeah. Oh, and he's just, oh, yeah. just saying that Paul's you, put his hand up to speak. You all ignored it, so I just shut up. To be honest, though, we uh, 
I think we do all right anyway. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. 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 And actually, on that point, we, we talk about shows last week, but um, hopefully we've got the listeners. But can we say hello to our Filipino listeners? Oh, God, who, yeah. uh, are getting us climbing up the charts in the uh, with the podcast. Philippines. What's so, uh, going on hello to, uh, to everybody out in the Philippines that does listen to us. We know secretly it's it's all because of Mark Adams. Of so, course, yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we're getting rid of him. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. might see a drop, but, you know. Yeah. No, no, let's not be hasty. No, I think, I think, I think ladyboys are in Thailand. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, There's an no. edit for the show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you watch, you watch the um, the figures go up now in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think we're well equipped now for the rest of the season with what what we've got there. I, I don't, I've got no relegation concerns whatsoever with the squad and manager we've got now. And no, no. I think this season now is just uh, you know let's uh, stabilise and and try and finish as high as we can. Um, and hopefully, if we can get a couple of quality players in in this window. You know, to 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 sort of upgrade us in a couple of positions, then you never know. Mm. This league, this league's just mad, isn't it? You know, you get three I or agree. four wins on the trot, and suddenly you're up there, aren't you? But yeah. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that it's it's just crazy, and it's stranger things have happened. I'll say that. Yeah, mind you, if we to, to be honest, Paul, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd love a cup run as well. If we can scrape yeah. past, you know, tomorrow night. I mean, Leicester. All right, it's going to be tough going to Leicester, but mm. it's, they're not Real Madrid. You know what I mean? It's like, well, why not going to cup run? Yeah. Leicester's focus is the league, you know. I'm not going to say they'll put out a totally weakened side in the in the next round of the cup, but if we are lucky to get there, I think we can. We well, we showed it at home. We can we can push them. So why not? You know, I agree. Yeah. Matt. Let's, let's have a bit of fun. Yeah, I'd love a cup run. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Who who was it recently <laughs> that was requesting that they turn the sound up in St Andrews? Because if he succeeded, I'm, I've got a bone to pick with him because I can't hear myself think anymore. Quarter three. Quarter to three. I couldn't was... hear myself think. Where's that, Al? We can hear stand? anything. In the main stand, yeah. Level with the penalty area, I am. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it was deafening. And and <laughs> what made it worse, it was the bloody music was. Sorry, mate. It's done it again. again. The, the music was shocking. Yeah, I can, use word I can hear it from my house. <laughs> I thought the music was good. It's just at half time, and when the subs were going, we've got no idea what's going on in the yeah, Tilton. So it's it literally just it's from like, put it up on the board for you. Don't even need the board. To be honest, I love it when the, I love it. I love it when the flames go because you can really feel it. It's nice and warm. <laughs> Sing your nose here. Must be cold behind those concrete walls, Mark. <laughs> uh, Paul Gill says uh, maybe talk and talk means something else in Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going to the question Paul asks probably every week is the excitement levels on the field now. I think mine certainly rose before Saturday's game to about an eight. Um, is everybody in agreement with that, or was there any yes, difference? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Off the field, you mean? Well, actually, going off the field, obviously, I was always, uh, you know, was, yeah. yeah. But even on the field, my, my my thing rose as well. After one no. game. After one game. <laughs> I think <laughs> I <I'm realized>. realised <laughs> <laughs> it. was good. It was good, Mike. It wasn't that good. Yeah, <laughs> <turn it> <laughs> What's your language? 
Chris, there's a lot of people saying that perhaps it's actually because we were called Titan Talk last week. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. the league. I know, yeah. <laughs> Titan Talk, yeah. Ray Hobro's made a good point there. Shannon, yeah. Sven, Jor and Ericsson. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really sad news that he's. And, uh, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, obviously, he was England manager when he from 2001 to 2006, was it? 2007 mm-hmm. and... Uh, that golden generation of players that we had under Sven and it's a shame we didn't really do anything wasn't it but uh, mm. yeah he was a good manager though he did get us he had the 5-1 against the Germans didn't he away and uh, yeah. we beat Argentina 1-0 as well with Beckham's penalty in the World Cup didn't we and uh, mm. you know he had a few good moments as England manager didn't he so uh, let's hope that mm. some people they go longer don't they than what's expected so hopefully he can do that yeah, I hope Liverpool managed to let him like be on the um, in the dugout or something because that was his dream, wasn't it? So I'm hoping that you know he can sit behind them. And we've just had somebody say, "Lily Pad, happy birthday for tomorrow." Just going to do that. Well done. Oh yeah, well done. Happy birthday. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Who t- who's Lily Pad's birthday tomorrow? Yep. Yeah. yeah. She's a bit poorly. She's a bit poorly at the moment. So yeah. we'll get well soon. Yeah. Okay, well, soon, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, off off the field, I'm still an eight, like I always have been. Um, on the field, I'd say I've now gone up to a, a 6.5, between a 6.5 and 7, but that's just based on, you know, I'm hoping, like Tommy Mooney said last week, I'm hoping that, you know, um, Tony Mowbray's going to be what what, he th- what we think he's going to be. But obviously, he's gotta, we've got to do it, haven't we, to get it up to above seven. But I'm, yeah. pos- I'm more positive now about it, though. Chris, what about you? Well, mine was a one last week. Yeah, I'm probably up to an eight as well, uh, Paul. Yeah. Can I can I ask a really quick question? No. Who said that? And it's it's not our babies are made. But uh, <laughs> do you think we'll keep Jordan James? So he has been over to the Philippines. Yep. Jordan sorry. James. Um, yeah, do you think we'll keep him? Or do you I think, think he go? wants to leave. I generally I think he wants to leave, and I think I, I don't know what his celebration was. It was like it was a bit this. Strange, wasn't so it? I don't, yeah. Was is that I don't know what's going on. Is that I don't know whether I'm staying because normally you'd do this if you're staying. Yeah. And then also it was Adams. like this, and I was like, why is he doing a cranker for? I don't know. Yeah, Adams, yeah. Adams did that, Claire, and I think he was gone about two weeks later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did that as well. Was saying, why was, was I not in the team today? I yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think it was more of why wasn't I in the team? Yeah, yeah. Bakuna so. did the same thing, but Bakuna looked towards the the bench. If you watched him, mm. um, but I'm, ben, I'm listen. We ben talked Bella. about it. was mm. it there? Maybe what? So, yeah. Who knows? But I'm with. We talked about it in length after the the weekend. I'm an, I'm under the impression that if we get six to Eight million for him, then he'll go, and Mowbray will use that money to bring in two, maybe three players that will strengthen the group. Honestly, mm. oh, mm. Mr. Meredith, hold on a second. We've got a hand up. Oh, for God's sake! Well done. That's Chris Browns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a question for Alan, actually. Um, Alan, uh, <laughs> can you remember the Blues theme tune when the players were coming out and warming up in the seventies? I remember it. I just don't know who made the song. Said Alan Tovey. Do you remember? Um, I remember the Bean one. Mm. Sure. What do you want to? No. <laughs> Sing the song, Alan. will tell you. I can't remember what it was. Abba. No. 
it, it, it was, it was Mr. Mr. Blue Skies, wasn't it? In the seventies? In the 70s? I don't know. <laughs> Nigel Man, Benny Hill. <laughs> I don't. I, I really can't remember. Ah, that's a good because shot. The, the thing was, when the players ran out in nineteen seventies, the cheering was so loud you couldn't hear it in any way. No, I couldn't remember any 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 theme tune. I think uh, Gary Marshall says popcorn. Do you remember popcorn? Oh, pop music. And an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we come out to before the Tampra? Mr. The, Blue Scott. We've uh, had the Tampra since about 98, haven't we, when Trevor was here? Mm, yeah. We didn't play Key Vite on the weekend. No, that was disappointing uh, as well. That, yeah, that really, I felt really the atmosphere was, wasn't great. I know that when we scored, it was brilliant, and at the end... But I felt it was a bit, there wasn't much singing. I know at the top of the tilt and we were having a go, but I felt it was quite, everyone was a bit on edge. I don't know. I don't mm. know what happened. It might have but... been to do with the minutes applause for Arthur. But Arthur. then to me, actually, I'd have much preferred to have gone a minutes applause and then cracked into yeah. to keep right on yeah. afterwards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Funky, uh, a few people are saying funky moped. Alan and Chris, do you remember that? Does that ring any bell? Uh, yeah, I don't think not, we ever came out to Andrews. it. I know no, the song, no, yeah. No, no. 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 The Tampera like... was... The, the oldest one I can remember is the Tampera, and I don't, I don't know whether that was the 70s. Because the 80s, it was... You know, we only had crowds of about 6,000. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Back, back then, what was the Robin Reliant at the side of the pitch? Was that the ambulance? No, they weren't, they weren't Reliant Robins. They were, um, no. they were disabled cars, yeah. The little blue disabled cars. Disabled yeah. cars. Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah, disabled, yeah. yeah. three-wheeler Robin like, I thought it was a Robin, like a line blue. Yeah, no, no. Were running, watching the game. Yeah, no, no, they were disabled cars. And they were actually pushed in because they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't get through the, um, the entrance properly, so that to be pushed and manoeuvred in. But uh, yeah, remember them. Okay, so they weren't actually <laughs> they weren't actually cars there. They were mo okay. They were motorability cars. Yeah, yeah, they were motorability yeah. cars. Yeah. So I, like, yeah. So I remember seeing them, seeing them, but I never knew what they were. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. either. So. They used to drive. They used to drive them with a stick. That's it. Yeah. Rather than a steering wheel. Right, Oh, I was only going to say. We've we've gone we've gone over time. It's one minute oh, past eight. Oh, for God's sake! Come on, Paul. Oh, come Isn't on, Paul. Phil and Ollie. Phil and Ollie. Barbie and Burton. Everyone was talking about mobility skills. We got into Fergie time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this has been the Tilton Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks uh, for watching yet again this week, and uh, it's good night from me. I'm Paul Hipkiss, and good night from me. And it's good night from Mark Meredith. Good night from me, and it's good night from no friends. That'd be me then. It's good night <laughs> from me. It's good night from uh, Claire. Good night from me. See you tomorrow on Saturday. It's good night from Craig. And it's uh, good night from me, and it's good night from the chairman. Good night from me, and a good night from uh, Mrs. Brown. Uh, it's good night from me, and it's good night from Mark Meredith. I already said good night, but thank you so much. Good night. I want you to say it again. <laughs> good night. He just wants you to say good night to no friends again. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah boy. Thank you, everybody. Hey, everybody. Right yeah. No swearing. Get down there tomorrow. Bring your thumbs.
Can I just say thank you to everybody on Facebook and YouTube?